welcome to Menopause Morph, your time to change. We're here to help you thrive through your menopause, bringing you experts in many fields to help you from perimenopause to menopause and beyond to become the strong, vibrant woman nature intended you to be. Hosted by Pauline McCarthy of the Pearls of Pauline. Pearls of wisdom, compassion, and joy. Hello, welcome to this week's Menopause Morph, your time to change. Today I'd like to talk about heart attack symptoms in women. Typically you hear of heart attack symptoms as having a chest pain, discomfort in one or both arms, shortness of breath. But this is the typical symptoms of heart attack in men. Women tend to have different heart attack symptoms. Today you might hear it in my voice, I have a sore throat and maybe it's coming into a cold or a flu or something like that. It reminded me of an article that I read recently on a site called prevention.com where it was talking about these differences in symptoms and that many women have symptoms that are quite similar to flu symptoms. I'm not talking about the sore throat, but like pain and fever and nauseous feelings. So what they did in this article was they interviewed five women who had survived a heart attack. So I'd like to read you out what they said. The first lady said, my symptoms were pain in my mid-back, right between my shoulder blades and an ache in both arms. I was training for a marathon that summer and on a 17-mile run, I had to sit down on the curb at mile eight for a while. I finished it though and three days later was in the hospital. The symptoms came and went for many days, probably weeks, but one night it got a lot worse. I felt like a knife was being twisted between my shoulder blades and my arms ached terribly, all the way down to my hands. This persisted and did not let up for hours until in the morning when I broke out in a cold sweat and finally went to the ER. It felt like the worst heartburn I had ever had in my life and honestly that's what I thought it was. If it had been just the left arm like people usually associate with heart attacks it might have tipped me off that it was my heart, not anything else. I never once had chest pain like 42% of female heart attack survivors have. Women's symptoms are very different. This was by Jen Thorson, who was 37 at the time of her heart attack. The next lady said, Two weeks prior to my attack, I experienced nausea. I thought I had contracted a virus that was circulating in the office. The day before the attack, I experienced shortness of breath. I could barely climb to the top of the subway stop. I felt like I had aged 20 years. By the time I reached my door, I was lightheaded and lethargic. I just didn't feel like myself. At the suggestion of a friend, I went to the emergency room. They told me my heart was beating so fast that they were going to keep me overnight. That evening, my heart stopped beating. A nurse found me on the floor. It took them 15 minutes to revive me, and I am here today to tell my story. Paula Rice, who was 60 at the time of her heart attack. The next lady said, The day of my heart attack, I did not realise that I was having a heart attack. I just knew that something was terribly wrong, and that I needed to go to the hospital. I felt very weak almost to the point of not being able to walk unassisted. I was experiencing cold sweats, flu-like symptoms and intermittent chest pain. However, the chest pain was not debilitating or the type that people generally associate with heart attacks. I was short of breath and I needed help from my husband to make it from my house to the car. By the time we got to the emergency room, I was able to walk on my own. I still felt weak and had some chest pain. I had been told that the symptoms of my heart attack are common for women, but I did not know that at the time. I was discharged from the hospital with a pneumonia diagnosis, 
By the time my heart attack was detected, I already had severe damage to my heart. Malaya Jefferson, who was 33 at the time of her heart attack. The next lady said, My initial response was that I had the flu. I felt an immediate and extreme sense of flu symptoms. Keep in mind that all of my flu symptoms were extreme. I felt tired, weak, dizzy and nauseous. This lasted for about an hour until I convinced myself to go to the restroom to throw up. I had trouble walking the 15 yards to the restroom because I was so out of breath. My legs felt heavy and every step was difficult because I could not breathe. I went to the restroom and laid on the floor for about 45 minutes. Yes, I actually did this. My symptoms passed and I went back to work. Two hours later I had the same symptoms, but this time I had extreme heartburn. I kept feeling like if I drank some water, the heartburn would go away. Other symptoms began to follow, including weakness, difficulty breathing, dizziness, nausea, tightening in my jaw and pain down my left arm. It is important to say I never had chest pain. I had heartburn that was very uncomfortable. All of my symptoms were very uncomfortable, but I would not say that I had pain. This was by Julia Allen, who was 44 at the time of her heart attack. The last lady, she said, The days leading up to the actual heart attack, I experienced migraine headaches, shortness of breath, and felt tired and lethargic. The actual deal was dull pain in my chest, and eventually shooting pain up my left side and my face. I honestly didn't know what was happening. I was 28 years old at the time, and having a heart attack was the furthest thing from my mind. It felt uncomfortable and scary, irregular. I didn't feel normal, like something was definitely happening to me that I had never experienced. Eva Walker who was 28 at the time of her heart attack. So we tend to think of people being much older when they have a heart attack. But the singer George Michael, he died recently. His autopsy was revealed just a few days ago. And in it, he said he had heart disease. And he was two years younger than me, so 54. In men, the symptoms are more concrete. Deep pain in the chest and pain down the arm. What we can hear from the experience of these five women is that they all had slightly different symptoms. What really strikes out at me is the lady who went back to work. And in my situation, I was quite similar. The day that I had my experience, I woke up in the morning and I felt nauseous. I thought, oh, I'm going to throw up. I better get up and go to the toilet. And when I stood up, the room began to spin and I actually had to hold on to the walls to get myself over to the toilet. But I wasn't throwing up. I just felt really bad and dizzy and I never thought to go to the doctor. I just thought, oh, something's not right. Maybe I'm having a flu or something not so serious. So I drank some water and then I went back to bed and tried to rest, but I couldn't rest. I just felt, I just felt horrible. Eventually I got up and started working on my computer and then I started seeing flashing lights and I couldn't see very well. I was blinking from one eye to the other. I can't remember now what it was I was trying to do. And eventually I couldn't see the screen at all because there were so many flashing lights. So I closed the computer and I thought, okay, well, since I can't work, maybe I should go to the hospital and find out what's wrong with me. So luckily I, I got the help that I needed. But just think about it. How many of us get ill and then we just push through it, push through it. No, I'm okay, I'm okay. It's almost like we're made like we're full of testosterone. I can do it. I'm going to push myself to the limit. But this is crazy. I mean, you hear of people just dropping dead from a heart attack in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and it doesn't need to be like that. So what I want to ask you is if you come across any of these symptoms, I'm lucky just now I have 
a sore throat, so I know that it's nothing to do with my heart. But it did remind me of this article. What I would like to advise you is that if you have any of the symptoms that you've heard today, go and get it checked out. Don't wait, you know, oh no, I'm busy, I need to finish this project. If you don't get it checked out and it is a heart attack, you're never going to finish the project anyway, are you? So the most important thing is to take care of yourself, love yourself enough to get yourself checked out. If it's a false alarm, then it's a false alarm. You know, in some countries, maybe you have to pay some money to see the doctor, but it's worth it. It's your life. And if it's not a false alarm, then your life can be saved. So hopefully these few words that I'm saying here today will resonate with somebody and it might save somebody's life. If it does, I will be eternally grateful that I was able to speak out to the world and remind you that these symptoms can be very different for a moment. We all have one life to live. Who knows, they might be reincarnation, but just now we have this life to live. And let's live it as best as we can. And that involves taking care of ourselves. So I really want you to remember this. As one of the ladies said, it can come on really sudden. I woke up to see and it went on all day, but for some people it comes on very suddenly. And in my husband's situation, he had been complaining of a headache for some days, which is really, he's very macho. He never... No, even when he's really sick. When he does complain, then I know something is seriously wrong. But I kept saying to him, do you want to go to the doctor? No, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. On the radio, there was a man talking about, in Iceland, that we have a lot of asylum seekers, and some of them were minors without adults with them, and they were desperately needing foster parents. So since my two sons have left home, and like we have this empty nest here, we had these three bedrooms available. One we keep for guests, but the boys have two sons, so their rooms were available. So my husband said, quick, quick, get on the phone, phone them up, tell them we'll be foster parents. And I said, you had a a dream to go and retire in Bulgaria. He said, no, no, the children are more important. Children are more important. Phone them up. So I phoned them up and they said, okay, you have to go through this selection process, you know, where they check out your finances and your health and if you've got a criminal record and things like that. So we had got everything sorted. We just had to go for this medical exam. And actually, while we were in the doctor's office getting checked out, my husband said, oh, I feel a bit dizzy. So the doctor let him lie on the bed and then he started to examine me. Then my husband said, oh, I'm feeling better now. And he got up and sat on the chair at the desk. And then suddenly the doctor said to my husband, are you sure you're okay? And he had his head on the table and he says, no, I feel very dizzy. So where the doctor is, it's in the same building as the hospital. So he said, wait here, I'm going to get a wheelchair. He came, put my husband in the wheelchair. And he said to me, I'm just going to the emergency room. I need to get somebody to check them. There's something seriously wrong. I can't remember now if he took his pulse or did something. But anyway, this doctor ran off to the emergency room. And before he came back, my husband just collapsed. Luckily, he was in the wheelchair. And I'm shouting in the corridor, help, help, my husband's collapsed. And the doctor came running back and he just wheeled the wheelchair. It was like 100 metres, something like that. And he kept trying to talk to my husband, wake up, wake up. But by the time they got him into the emergency room, he was like grey and I couldn't handle it. I just walked out into the corridor. But luckily he was saved, you know, and he was so lucky to have his experience there, actually in the hospital. But we're not all lucky like that. So please be aware that we never know the minute that this could attack us. So we have to be aware what the symptoms can be and look out for them and don't just dismiss it. Love yourself. Take care of yourself. If you love your family and those around you, they want you to be on this planet for as long as possible. So take care of yourself. So that's my few words of wisdom for today. And until next week, when we will be having the amazing Dr. Anna Kebeka, who I've been waiting to interview for a long time. She is one of the most amazing and well-known menopause practitioners in the world. And I'm so grateful to be having her. So we'll 
see you next week with that take care bye thanks for listening to menopause morph your time to change if you've enjoyed the program be sure to subscribe to the next one and please leave a rating and review on itunes to help us spread the message about thriving through the menopause to get a free ebook more menopausal resources and to connect with pauline please visit www.menopausemorph.com. Thank you.